You're listening to the Legion of Reason. Okay, welcome to episode 211 of the Legion of Reason version. Uh... Did this thing start streaming? No, it didn't. It's now starting to stream. Okay, there we go. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate being a one-man band sometimes. Uh, we are going to today discuss the regrettable, what I consider to be a regrettable decision by Calgary Pride to exclude Calgary Police Service officers from participating in the Pride Parade, the upcoming Pride Parade. Uh, in uniform, and I have two people here uh, with us that will help with the conversation, along with my co-host Christine. We have uh, Helen Errol, who is the chapter. What is it? Cha- head chapter head, or is what's the proper title? Keep. My forgetting. name is Helen Beach. Helen Beach. I'm am, sorry. No, nope, that's okay. <laughs> and I'm currently the branch leader for Center Inquiry. But to, tonight or this afternoon, I am only speaking as myself. Um, as Helen. Okay. And uh, we have with us our gay correspondent, Shane Plessiak. Hello. <laughs> and uh, so recently, uh, Calgary Pride uh, decided to forego any, uh, allowing any CPS uh, from participating in uniform as a group. Uh, of course, they will be there on, on the parade route uh, providing security, etc. But um, and I did, by the way, reach out to Calgary Pride. They've never responded to me. So take that as you will. And I guess we'll have to just go on whatever their statements were regarding this decision. And what, how, what is our feeling about this decision? I've already, I've already obviously that the cat out of the bag in terms of how I feel about it. But what is uh, the general feeling here? Uh, I think I have a feeling we're going to be... Kind of. Uh, what did you call it? You called it a circle jerk, didn't you, Christine? <laughs> Probably something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. so. Yeah. Uh, well, it's you know it's um oh the discourse is so vicious around this this topic um given the statement and all that kind of stuff um yeah I mean I don't want to participate in, in anything that's going to exclude people that's my take on it hmm. so yeah Helen Helen uh, uh, CFI. Has made an official announcement that they will not participate in uh, the Pride Parade. Uh, could, you, could you tell us why? Now, a disclaimer: CFI Canada has nothing to do with CFI Calgary's decision. None of the branches across Canada have anything to do with our decision. This is just our group, and we're, we are all volunteers in this. Are not in agreement to participate because there are too many outstanding issues that we don't perhaps it could be we don't understand yet and we need to learn more but we just don't feel comfortable and we need some answers before we feel comfortable participating in the parade and um, part of part of the problem uh, is that in my speaking out a lot of people have um, slandered CFI with a blanket statement and that's untrue. It and you is, personally. and well, yes, uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, very acrimonious language that I've never encountered before. Um, 
and I'm not sure how to deal with it. I, I'm waiting and just trying to learn and trying to read as much as I can. But my gut instinct is that there's something else going on, and I, I, I'm not sure what it is. To be fair, um, to call CFI uh, as not being compassionate to the rainbow community, and I'm going to say rainbow community, I may offend someone, but I can't repeat all the letters every time uh, I say that because it's getting fair. too long. And I think we can we agree on that. Is that all right? Uh, LGBT is also perfectly acceptable. Um from my experience, uh, to f- refer to the broader group. I have said LGBT, and I've been accused of not adding in the Aboriginal community, the two-spirit. Oh, my. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I will say LGBT, and I'll just leave it at that. I should maybe say LGBTQ. Uh, I may stumble over my words, but um, many of my personal contacts have, not many, a few of my own personal contacts have disagreements with me as well. But I also have on the other side, LGBTQ that also will not participate in the parade because they're finding the parade is not representing them. And I tend to side with them. Um, I This conversation needs to go on. Um, there's even CPS, Calgary Police Service, who are gay and want to march in their uniform because they want to show that they are proud supporters in uniform, uh, trying to make changes, trying to show that the police service wants to be in uniform to protect your freedom, your rights. Uh, they were there in the, in the very early stages. I mean, I'm old. I'm 60. And I remember the first pride parades in Calgary. They were small and wee and nobody paid any attention Some of the people laughed when they were walking down the street, but the police were there. They allowed a safe environment for them to have freedom of speech, and that has continued on. I know there's been accusations that the CPS are still abusing their rights with uh, LGBTQ community. I have some concerns because the police uh, that I have spoken to say they have worked very, very hard in Calgary. And Calgary is one of the best police services in Canada. They have worked very, very hard to make that connection. Uh, I would like to give them a chance. I think a lot of these comments are coming from a global perspective and not just Calgary. And I'll stop there for now. Well, Shane, yeah, I would have go ahead and, uh, and comment on that. Uh, uh, but maybe first, could you could you give us an idea what the reasons are that Calgary Pride did make this decision? Um, I would have to agree with Helen it's probably a um, it's a reaction to a, a global situation an uh, ideological stand um, because as she said Calgary police has been um, allied with Calgary's gay community for decades since the very beginning and um, we've had a very good relationship with them and these um, accusations of of them being active oppressors of queer people and queer people of color i don't know i have no idea where that's coming from i've never heard of this before i agree with you shane that's the that's the comment that i'm getting from many many people even last year there was a posting from a former uh cfi uh branch leader and he said i i'm gay i run a a gay nightclub and i've never seen any of this 
My question, my big question that I've asked continually is, what has changed from last year and previous years to this year where it's become so vitriolic? Yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon. I mean, it it, kind of goes hand in hand with with this outrage culture, I think. Yeah. And it's victimhood is now, is is what is now uh, valued. It's not about empowerment anymore, right? Look, take a look at the... Uh, at race relations in the U.S., it used to be about empowerment. I mean, Martin Luther King was about empowerment. Today, it's about victimhood. Black Lives Matter is all about victimhood. And it's, something's changed. And it's only been in, what, the last 10 years, maybe, that that we've come to this outrage culture. Maybe less than that. Yeah, maybe less than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the internet has a lot to do with it because of the anonymity of the internet and the ease of which you can express rage. I mean, you don't have mm-hmm. to face somebody to, to express rage. But Randy, a, can I make a comment yeah, here? Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. When I posted on the CFI Facebook page that we would not be participating in the Pride Parade, and the reason being that we we had some issues, we, we weren't quite uh, in agreement as as our as our our group was not in agreement we had more members that were um, saying they were in disagreement with what was happening this year so i thought it would be best just to pull out for this year until we learn more anyway when i posted that there were many many uh, people that actually uh slandered and raged at cfi calvary and me but nobody ever picked up the phone and called me to say Helen, what the hell's going on in Calgary? What what, what are you thinking here? Whatever happened to that personal phone call where you say, okay, this this looks odd to me. Why are you not participating this year? CFI Calgary has participated in the Pride Parade for since 2009. Yeah. Every year, it's been fun. Um, it's been a cel- celebration. Mm-hmm. I got called because um, someone was angry when I used the word celebration and what? turned it around to say it's not a celebration, it's a protest march. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, if you go to the, the Gay Pride Parade, the first paragraph in there says, this is a celebration inclusive of many, many people. By the way, the word inclusive is is yeah. not acceptable as well. I don't understand. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, on the word um, celebration, uh, uh, you were being accused of using it kind of flippantly or whatever, right? And I was thinking, well, you know, has this person ever heard of a celebration of life, right? But it's not, it's, it's a word that can be taken very seriously, right? Well, if you, ask any, if you ask any gay person around my age, I'm 36, uh, but within, let's say, 10-year difference on either side, you ask them what is pride, and they'll say it's a celebration of how far we've come you know, with our rights and acceptance and the fact that, you know, we're still here. Um, that's the, you'll get that same answer from anybody. So this idea of it being a protest thing, I, I again, I have no idea where that's come from. Yeah, especially protesting police. Like, well, that, that's come back to that. In the earlier that. days, undoubtedly, right? Yeah, yeah. well, like, especially um, and, in and Toronto. And still now in a lot of places, no, no question about it. But um, uh, anyway, carry on, sorry. Yeah, I remember the, the raids on the... Uh, uh, bathhouses in Toronto. And back then I was thinking, why are they doing this? Why are the police doing this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just recently Toronto police has apologized for that. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't erase um, what they did, of course. But that's Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's that's not even part of Canada. You know, but anyway. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, regardless, we, we've moved on, right? Yeah, like we've, we've moved on. Why? Do, yeah. we're, we're being yeah. bashed over the head with yeah. history. How long does that have to happen? I but, agree with you, Randy. History keeps coming up and coming up. Yeah. And I would like to see uh, an amalgamation between the Calgary Police Force and Gay Pride so that they can talk amicably, amicably because the police in Calgary have worked very, very hard at trying to make that connection. And somehow it keeps getting railroaded for it's, ages yeah. ago. Do you remember the bathhouses and, and this and this? And I know that those if there's something bad that's happening today with the police service, bring it yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Take it to court. Yeah, wh- Show why? That these guys are bad. It's well, okay, not happening. Let's, can we can we go back to the what was the the decision? What was the decision by Calgary Pride based on? This is what I'm trying to figure out. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, that seems- email that you sent me, Randy, they they referenced um, uh, quote uh, in the wake of events in Charlottesville, Virginia, Wait. as well as several extremely racist events in Alberta. Well, that has nothing to do with Calgary. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. I do not understand. It, it's something doesn't compute, and we're missing something. I don't know what it is. Frankly, I don't know if I care at this point, uh, because if they're not going to bring it up, well, what can be done about it, right? If you have a grievance. You talk about it. You discuss. You don't go straight to the. Oh, you're bent. You're out. Um, yeah. Now, the, and now, what happened was that it, this was this decision was made in conjunction with a group called Voices. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, Which there's I, very little information on them that I can find. Uh, did, did you find anything, Shane? No, I I tried searching for it because you know Voices is a standard dictionary word. It reducts yeah. to everything else <laughs> yeah, possible. Other than that, right? But yeah. it, I hadn't even heard of the group until you mentioned it to me last oh, week. Oh, goodness me. Um, I yeah. have a note that uh, just came in. It says, Voices, Calgary's Coalition of Two-Spirit and Racialized LGBTQIA+, and their chosen allies. I have no idea what those other letters are. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What do I call everybody? It's getting to be longer and longer. Yeah. I'm sorry, and I just, I just I, find that and funny. It, <laughs> it, and it, I agree with you, Randy. It's it's not funny. It's exasperating. It's exasperating. Just, what do we yeah. do? We cannot. And uh, in some of the information that I have been sent, um, <sighs> people that write me, and it, to me it looks like a male name that has written me. But within the male name, there is a subtitle saying they this person wishes to be addressed as uh, they, them. I... Uh, that's nice. <laughs> Too bad. I, I Too bad. have a problem with that. I have That's, a problem with that myself. I, I oh, do. Christine, I would like to hear your I perspective do. why you don't but. have a, a problem. Why what? I would why like don't, to hear your perspective on that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Why, why, yeah, why, why? Why? What's your perspective? Why? Why do you feel that way? Well, because it just doesn't bother me. I don't mind accommodating people's, you know, um, what what makes them comfortable. Like, yeah. I just don't mind that. That's I find it obnoxious. <laughs> I really do. Well, I find it so obnoxious. Well, there's, you know, there's also kind of, you know, limits too. If you're going to be, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if you if you misgender somebody, um, hopefully they're not going to go on the attack. Um, you know, don't do it twice, I guess, right? And um, you know, just try to be respectful of people. I I just don't have a problem with it. I, I don't Christine, know. It's it's kind of sorry. It's it's kind of like somebody at, uh, giving somebody uh, okay. Uh, somebody's asking for Perrier and. The, and they get soda water. It's like, oh well, no, no. <laughs> I don't, it has that feeling of, uh, uh, you know, that, that kind of mm-hmm. obnoxious. I don't know. It, maybe I'm I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm that's that's on me. But uh, Christine, that's how may I, feel. I ask a question? 
Sure. So you have a university class and you've got 200 to 400 people in your class. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying about um, Jordan Peterson. That's his name. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I agree with him on the principle, but yes, I would try to accommodate my students and, you know, um, it's almost impossible in a class at that size. Right. Um, but I don't know, I do my best, but if, you know, in my conduct in everyday life, if you meet somebody and they want to be called something and uh, I have well, no sure one-on-one on one is fine. But when you start yeah. writing a sentence and you start saying, they did this or well, which uh, well, do you mean? that's a perfect example they did this well who is they like how that to me that's plural but yeah. in their context plural is within their own single body mm-hmm. how, how do people read that uh yeah uh, make sense of it you know best if you can to try to just remember people's names and you don't have to refer refer to them in the third person anyway right yeah well if you're talking in front of somebody and you're referring to them in the third person that's pretty rude already <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Wow. yeah i have tried to respond to some of the comments um or to a person oh. individually or to make general statements and when i start writing i i have trouble and i've i've resorted to using the person's name if it's Helen or Shane or Randy or Christine, I will use their name because I don't know. Am I saying the right thing? You know, I'm walking on eggshells all the time and it's not good. No. Yeah. What does it say when the, when the situation makes somebody like Jordan Peterson sound reasonable? <laughs> Where are we at? He's not a, he's not that, he's kind of a loon a bit, but well, yeah. when he's the reasonable voice, what does that say to us? I've got, it's, uh. it's, you, you just got to throw up your hands and, and just like, you guys are just stone cold fuck nuts. It's. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, now. Now, now. Well, it, and that still, you know. thing was canceled where he and Gad Saad were supposed to be speaking yeah. at too, right? Here's another symptom, I suppose, of this. Oh, but they moved to a new uh, facility, which actually houses four times the number of the original one. Oh, yeah. wow. So yeah. thank you yeah. for giving Jordan Peterson more press. Good job. Well done. I, again, I think it comes down to this outrage uh, culture that came out of left field all of a sudden because I've known transgender people for decades and they just wanted to be called whatever you know gender they were transitioning yeah. into. So that was fine. You know, I had a friend named Nick and he became Nika. Okay, now he's she. Fine. And then Seems like in the last year, that's when it's not been good enough anymore. <laughs> no, there's what? How many? There's thirty over thirty different uh, appellations. Okay. Yeah, I think there's more than that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, oh, it's crazy. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's nuts. It, it's mm-hmm. got to end. I mean, seriously, you need a roadmap. Perspective on that. How would you deal with it? Uh, well, so far I haven't run into anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, you know wants to be referred to outside the the uh, you know he or she like I said I have a couple of um, friends that have transitioned um, I've one that's gone from male to female and one from uh, female to male and that was totally fine you know um, was a she now he easy um, I have not not encountered somebody that wants to be called one of these um, other pronouns yet and I don't. I don't know how I would react to it. I, I might avoid them just to <laughs> just to avoid offending somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I'm gonna bad. Make a, 
Yeah. I'm going to make a plug for a video that I think every high school student should see. And of course, the religious, and that's another issue I think we need to bring into this conversation. Uh, but the uh, the religious people would never, ever let this, uh, this um, movie, the DVD, into their environment. It, the, the DVD is called Nine Months That Made You. It's a BBC production, and it is brilliant because it talks about genetic uh, quirks that happen throughout pregnancy. Some of them are albino quirks. Some of them are six-fingered mm-hmm. quirks. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are those that are born with no genitalia and whoop, I'm 12 and now I have a boy, uh, boy bits. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's absolutely fabulous. And I would like to see all high schools see that so that they have a perspective on how, um, hum- uh, not humanity, how... Um, genetics work how human beings work how uh, bio- biology and evolution and all of these things work it would clarify so much in terms of having the conversation well so and so is that way it, well the thing is gender is not specific gender is a spectrum be very careful and, about what you're talking about you're talking about uh, biological or are you talking about identity uh, yeah, you have to be social, really careful. Okay, biological. Sexism, biological. Yeah. I'm talking about genetics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's quirks and anomalies within the... Uh, it's, it's extremely heavily weighted on the binary, Yeah. Uh, obviously. I mean, <laughs> if it weren't, uh, our species would be in a lot of trouble. But, uh, yeah, there are there are exceptions to it. And that's the, how, to, how we deal with that as a society, I think, is still evolving. Uh, not... not Biological evolving, but the societal uh, version. Well, and different of, societies, different societies, yeah. um, you know, have different perspectives on on uh, you know, and different cultures have it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, we're seeing the two spirited people. That's indigenous culture, right? Yeah. So, um, and they were, I think, fairly revered in in that culture, if not. They in, were. You know, yeah. And CFI, I'd like to clarify, CFI Calgary, our group, are not unfamiliar with that mm-hmm. whole side of it, and. Uh, CFI Calgary has been chastised for not knowing enough stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is that a seg? <laughs> uh, into a certain... Oh, Shane, go ahead. You got well, I'm a member of this community and I've never heard of this stuff. Like, can they even point to a news article that shows the police oppressing an indigenous gay person or a colored gay person? Or well, there's I couldn't find anything. Again, Shane, I think it's yeah. it, they're, they're pulling on international. We yeah. all know that there are gay people that are thrown off balconies in Muslim countries. We all know that. Yes. Uh, and uh, But to make it so specific here in Calgary that unless I yeah, am speaking weird. about uh, uh, Two-Spirit and uh, everything all at once, I mean, for me, to try and do all the research, yeah. I don't I. I'd love to have enough time to be able to sit down and just do all the research and have all the same knowledge yeah. they do. We do our best as 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 uh, Calgarians to get understand. A, get a speaker in. Yeah. So it sounds like they think that Calgary Pride needs to take a stand for oppressed gay people of color around the world by excluding our local police. That makes. Just is no that the argument? Well, no, I think I think clear, it is more pertaining to the local context and our First Nations yeah. people and stuff like that, right? And I, I don't doubt that there's been issues. 
to be clear, the police are not excluded. They've just been asked to not yeah. wear uniform. Yeah. 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 Right. right. But but when you're proud to have that, you wear that uniform. Yeah. yeah it's still a slight against it's, them. It's a huge one. Yeah. Especially the LGBTQ police officers. Yeah, exactly. To, to, to There's also, them. if I may point out, there are some within the CPS that are not yet identified gay right. within their police unit or police the police force they are the ones that well not all of them i guess but um it has been made a comment that if some of them go without their uniform on they might as well have a target on their back right um they would like to wear their uniform to say i'm gay i am cps and i am proud to be in this parade to support you right Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And they have a float, too, that they're not... Um, right. Um, yeah. No police vehicles, no floats. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. Don't yeah, I'm I don't a, get it I'm either. sorry, I just don't understand. Nope. Well, I'm not going this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm not either. Yeah, me neither. And many of my friends that are gay have just said, I'm sorry, they, this does not represent me. It's become a, a hotbed of controversy, and it's not what what what, what I'm about. Yeah, going back to the celebration, uh, it's supposed to be a celebration of where how far we've come, Agreed. and what we have, and Absolutely. it's not supposed to be an attack on anyone. Agreed. It's it's celebrating how far they've come, and I think we need to welcome. The CPS because we live in a city where there might be the odd case, but they're taken to task in the police force. If there's something that goes wrong, they are sh- their chain is yanked immediately. Right. This stuff doesn't happen in Canada, or uh, pardon me, in Calgary. Right. That, um, and that I, I have heard of that it, almost right. anybody in the police force I've spoken to, I haven't heard of it. Everybody's saying, why? What? What's the big deal? And again, I think they're trying to make it um, a political statement on an international level that we need to support in Calgary. Right. Yeah, the reframing of it as other than celebration, and now it's a, a protest against the cops. That, that's a new one. Like like I said, way back. And in I don't the day, think it's fair. I, I don't think that, that is a. I, don't I think either. it's totally unfair. Yeah. 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 My friends who were volunteers for um, the Pride organization have quit. Oh, really? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. There you go. So it's, it, yeah, it's it's going right into the organization itself. Um, it's imploding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really too bad. I'm sorry to hear. Well, you know, you got to make it really bad to make it better, right? Yeah. So hopefully there'll be some changes. I know they're having yeah. a meeting. Metro had um, a news article, hmm, might have been yesterday that or Friday that talks about um, there's a meeting with um, Mayor Nenshi and oh, CPS and CPS, Pride yeah. people. So I was gonna, I was wondering what Nenshi thought of this. He's disappointed. He's, he's yeah. disappointed. Okay. And of course, Pride people, um, and I think in uh, probably in, in the big scope of things is the Voices movement. They're the ones that are a little bit more um, in your face with things that, are, that they're more, not in your face, they're demanding more. But I think they are very upset with Nenshi's stance that he is not totally bought into this whole thing. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That's exactly what I would have expected of him um, to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's always a step backwards. Absolutely. He was a grand marshal when he first became mayor Mm -hmm. of the parade. So he's always participated and, you know, like, um, yeah, it, 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 it is a civic pride thing for all of us, not just, you know, the LGBTQ2S community. It's, Right. Yeah. And to have anybody come, regardless of it, if it's a political statement or anything, to have them join in you on that day 
to say, hey, we're with you. Uh, you can deal with the politics later if they're just doing it for a um, political selfie. But I think the more people you have that join you in, and I'm going to call it a celebration, yep. the more people you have that join you in the celebration makes your statement uh, more positive, and that turns it into more people joining you and supporting you down the road. But when you pull these little these little hot pokers out to make it microaggressions yes <laughs> favorite <laughs> well i would argue that the uh conservative party has done more to oppress gay people oh, than the police and they, they allow them to be in the yeah. parade <laughs> no kidding yeah it's an extremely good point oh and by the way i wanted to mention that in the chat we've got somebody who's saying um you know they're in agreement with with what we're saying here Nice. Of course he yeah. is. No, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I don't want to mention Everybody should like, agree with yeah. us. Well, I, you know, I, because I put it on Facebook, I wondered if we get some haters like joining on the podcast, eh? Oh. oh yeah, so far, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any um, hate comments posted. Yeah, so I, I just, nice. yeah, I, I don't understand. Christine, most of the comments that I have had from, uh, of course, this is a biased statement from people that I respect. Those that uh, look at both sides before they jump the gun to say something. Those that read the article before instead of just the headline and, and start slandering. Those mm -hmm. that uh, uh, will make intelligent comments in a kind, compassionate way. I've had yeah. more, more positive uh, support from them. And I get many just angry, contentious um, people that... Um, I don't know who they are. They're just coming out of the woodwork. And yeah, I see. It, On Facebook. Because we're a faceless, nameless uh, bunch. Mob. On screen. Yeah. Uh, used to be that my phone would ring off the hook. Phone doesn't ring off the hook. I don't get a lot of messages hang, saying, hey, talk to me. I had one person who messaged me, uh, Facebook messaged me to say, wow, Helen, thank you for your response. And I happen to agree with you. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was in, in response to um, a nasty response from Re uh, Saskatchewan, Regina. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. I, I, that was not a, a, a great situation. I wish that they had phoned me before they started just firing bullets at us. Yeah, and, and bullets, which were are really just bollocks. Uh, yeah. it was, I've seen the arguments and they're very poor. I mean, they, they talk about systemic racism and I'm just like, your evidence is insufficient to show that. Um, for instance, like carding, when they show that the racial demographics of carding, uh, yeah, it looks bad. But when a certain demographic is committing disproportionately amount of crime, it makes sense. And, well, if, and they're, if they're targeting behavior and not racially profiling, I don't have a problem with it. I think the purpose of that study was to um, look at neighborhoods that are more homogenous in terms of um, um, cultures that, you know, um, as opposed to communities where it's more diverse. Mm -hmm. but, they, but they've taken it to be a slam dunk yeah, for yeah. And then racism. There was that video. I don't get that. Uh -uh. No. There was that video that you oh, yeah. that beat the crap out of that guy. I, yep. No, I didn't see the guy's face, but he, that guy looked pretty white to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if he was Yeah, this was some of the evidence that was sent that, that was showing racism is systemic. And 
Uh, I'm sorry, I just don't. Well, buy and it. and it's about it's not about this pride is not a, or this pride yeah, is not about that's racism. the other problem. Yeah, it no. is. yeah. I no. mean, certainly we should be dealing with that, and and uh, you know, absolutely. But um, that's not what pride is about. No, if that, you want to have a table and and you know, hand out your literature and stuff like that, like I would totally invite something like that. But yeah. to uninvite other people, I, uh, I just, I'd like to be, yeah. to. to to give a caveat to what I've said, I'm talking about systemic racism. I do not accept the claim that racism is systemic, that there are a laws in place which tell people or tell uh, law enforcement how to differentially treat people. There, There is no memo from the top brass to the rank and file of the CPS telling them to target any particular demographic. That right. would be systemic racism. Carding is not it is not targeting when it's when it's done on the basis of suspicious behavior it is not racist just because one demographic tends to be carded more than another one does not therefore conclude you cannot therefore conclude that it's racism because that would be affirming the consequent uh, so uh, so I, I, wanna, I just want to say that i'm not saying racism doesn't exist i'm saying mm -hmm. systemic racism you've got a ways to go before you can before i will accept that claim Okay, but I, I will, um, like, if you talk about the system of law, but there's other ways to perceive systems, like social systems, not kind of thing. Like, I think, you know, there's still a lot of pervasive racism in our social structures. I can certainly grant that. But that's larger than so the CPS. You know, that's yeah, not, that's, yeah. that's. And, oh, and I want to clarify something I said earlier, too, when I said that there's issues. Um, and, and, and I guess I'm curious, does the RCMP participate in Pride? Because, that's you know, there's been a lot of, yeah, there's been a lot of, um, Issues with the RCMP and and the First Nations communities, right? For Not sure. usually. Okay. Um, all what the pride parades I've been to, I haven't seen RCMP. I've and I've been to um, Vancouver, Toronto's, um, Winnipeg. I haven't. It's usually just the local. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think RCMP is largely responsible for uh, policing. Uh, reservation federal so the okay. federal uh, rural areas yeah. rural areas yeah. not so much in alberta because alberta is mostly the, uh, the counties have their own police forces etc but uh, they, yeah. they they are around i mean of course there's you know it depends on the county i think here um, can i add one more thing sure go ahead a comment that came in um uh, in my email was that uh, um talking about skin tone reporting um this person says this is a social problem of a much bigger degree than who the police are carding. It doesn't take into account economic prosperity or crime rate in the postal code or neighborhoods these carding, carding um, issues took place. Right. I would venture a guess that a well-dressed Native woman here in Calgary, living in Tuscany, is far less likely to get yes. cart than a white woman in tattered clothes pushing a shopping shopping cart in, and I won't say that in what area of the city. It's an it is an absolutely unscientific approach to yes. a larger anthropological and social socioeconomic issue. Right, and, and not mm -hmm. only that, you have no baseline to work from because we you would like to be able to compare the carting statistics to crime statistics based on race, but guess what? Stats Canada does not break down crime statistics on the basis of race, which is appalling. Yeah, and, they do on religion. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess which religion is, is, is a, a less touchy subject. So we well, people have are often no baseline. You know. So any claims to racism are, are complete, completely groundless. 
You know, it's in the United States. You have uh, the Department of Justice, their Bureau of Justice Statistics. I hate saying that word because even when I'm sober, I statistics. Can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> statistics there and I am totally sober um, it, so they That's have this it. information that they can draw from we don't have that and how can you base policy in terms of helping racial demographics I mean I understand there might be the fear we don't have racial demographics on crime, here? On crime no you know why they don't do that it's yeah. because the, um, the left leaning people want to every everything to be based on the action not the race and it denies yeah. that there can be different well, I, actions based on demographics which is amazing well and I, I guess you know if if it's in a report it could pr- possibly perpetuate that kind of attitude right yeah so, that that yeah, is the, yeah. that's what i meant when i, I was going to start to say that that could be the fear of using that information to, to uh, support racist Enact policies. Policy. Yes. But, I understand that, but when you get some violent crimes, I think yeah. we need to uh, say, okay, wait a minute here, uh, this particular area of the city or this particular uh, religious culture or whatever you want to call it, just say, you guys got to clean up your act. Find a way to do it, clean up your act. Yeah, yeah. And probably yeah. Way It's too important not thing. to do it, and I, I really wish Stats Canada would keep these kinds of, of stats. I'm going to say stats. I'm not going to say statistics anymore. They don't have to make it stats. public as long as they just no, keep well, it public. I think they should make it public because oh, could you imagine the optics if somebody if they didn't make it public and then found out that they were keeping these stats? It would be absolutely... No, I, it, I, I think transparency is always the best policy in this kind yeah, of Yeah, I can certainly see how they could be deployed to uh, ill ends, though. Absolutely. Oh, sure. and by the way, public... But I don't think that's a reason not to do it. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Nice what about Apologia? Apologia has joined us. And oh, he wants yes. us to guess where he is on the um, uh, on this position. <laughs> guess where I am. I don't know. Well, you're not in my living room. <laughs> I think uh, he's talking about a stance. Uh, oh. <laughs> I thought he was talking about his actual location. <laughs> he's <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in a better place. <laughs> uh, he's burning in hell, man. He's burning in hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll be joining you shortly there. No, um, I'm guessing that... <laughs> Apology is possibly on our side. Uh, on the, on, oh, I, I shouldn't say on our side because it shouldn't be a divisive issue. It should be like anywhere is, where but, he thinks it know, should be. Yeah, that shares that's, our opinion. That's I. Well, I, I feel that everybody should be where they think they should be. Remember, uh, Randy. Yeah. Uh, we had yeah. talked earlier about um, you wanted to talk about the general discontent that the gay community already had with the Pride Board, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's we did, yes. I was mentioning to uh, Randy earlier that uh, even prior to this CPS issue, you asked um, 9 out of 10 people, gay people, gay community people in Calgary, if they were happy with the job the Pride Board was doing, they would say no. Um, mm. People have, the community has been unhappy with the Pride Board for a long time, as long as I've been in Calgary and I've been here since 98. Um, largely because of their lack of, of uh, organizational skills and um, and the perceived lack of effort, um, Winnipeg's pride is is better than Calgary's pride. Saskatoon's pride is better than Calgary's pride. Um, the owners of uh, Twisted, Calgary's only gay nightclub, refused have been refusing to cooperate with Calgary Pride for their entire existence. Really? Um, yeah. It's so... <laughs> that, to me, that's a huge statement, Shane. Yeah. 
it kind of clarifies a lot of things that have been bouncing around in in my head. Um, usually, you know, I don't know if you if you've been to um, a Pride Parade in another city, but if you go to Vancouver's Pride, their parade is four and a half hours long. Wow. Uh, Calgary's at its longest was maybe an hour. Um, and it's mostly because you get an organization like Vancouver Pride and they just say, all are welcome. You want to participate? Sign up. Let's do it. With Calgary Pride, it's more of a you have to play by our rules kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And and they, yeah. And, and the people on the board just don't seem to have that that desire to seek out cooperation with people. Hmm. Um, and you know the uh, the decision to pull well, this the decision to move Pride to September in the first place was I don't know who great idea that was because none of us really wanted that because <laughs> it's always colder in September than it is in June. Well, Ottawa had theirs. I think it was this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and most Pride parades, I I got question from other people saying, well. What, didn't Pride Parade happen a while ago? I said, well, yeah. I'll agree it happens on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, Pride is supposed to be in June because that is the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots in New York. Oh. Yeah. Well, why which was it in June then? I, well, we used to have it in June, and then just one year, the Pride Committee <laughs> said, guess what? Now it's in September. <laughs> That's fascinating. Like, I think it would be kind of cool if... if if everybody had pride on a different weekend so that people who'd like to, you know, like follow the, the parade and, mm-hmm. um, you know, that would be kind of cool. But pride tour. we're out there on, well, yeah, I mean, people do it, yeah. right? Well, yeah. why not August, though? You know, I, I can yeah. see not wanting to do it, you know, maybe uh, during July because you have Stampede here. You have Toronto's Pride in the end of July. Uh, Vancouver's is August long weekend, but why not between then and, you know, now? Yeah. Part of the problem in Calgary is that holiday season and most Calgarians are in the mountains or in BC or in BC yeah. or it's stampede yeah. week or something like that <laughs> no it's already too busy with the yeah cops. I'm not sure that would no go that's what it. I mean I mean it's it's a stampede week is an issue too right so yeah do it yeah. the week before stampede week in June the end of June before stampede week yeah oh yeah we're we're barking up the wrong tree here uh, <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Schedule a tour, I say, sir. Well, we could send a communique, it, you know? but you know, I don't think they're going to listen to me. They didn't listen. Yeah. They didn't. I, I thought, you know, I, I mean, they the pride committee knew that you were you had pulled CFI out of of yeah. uh, or not you personally. I shouldn't say you personally because it was a it was a, a decision that was brought about. It was not maybe not a consensus, but it was a. a we had a whole evening business meeting uh going through conversations positions from many different aspects of people and police and and information that we'd had um trying to make a decision and we finally just said you know we're not comfortable with this and we don't have a majority we could i mean i could have gone into it but i would in some ways feel like well i'm doing this because i paid my 75 not me CFI Calgary paid our $75 to be in the parade, but it, the, all we're doing is promoting CFI. We are not standing yeah. up for um, the LGBT community that are, many are in involved in our CFI. Um, they have expressed, as you have, Shane, the same sentiments, that they're not 
really happy. They this yeah. this pride doesn't represent them. And I'm thinking, well, if it doesn't represent you, why are we doing this? Yeah. You should talk to the to the owners of uh, the Twisted Element nightclub because they went through the same thing when they um, stopped cooperating with Pride um, over ten years ago. Oh wow! Uh, they got they got a lot of flack. Well, not a lot of flack. They got a, some flack from a loud minority of people saying, you know, why you know why why are you no longer affiliated with Pride? And they didn't give a lot of reasons, but they they basically said that you know they were they were impossible to deal with, and they uh, their conditions were unreasonable. And so ever since um, then, Twisted now does their own event called Pure Pride, and so they hold this separate party and dance independent of the officially sanctioned Pride activities because it's just better that way. <laughs> Wow. Well, Shane, um, one of the past CFI um, branch leaders was Mike Gray, and Mike Gray was owner of Ten yep. Ten Nightclub. Yeah. We had a lot of our business meetings there every uh, once a month on a Thursday. We had a lot of speakers come and use. He volunteered his his place. Uh, mm-hmm. 10 nightclub for a lot of our CFI events and uh, we supported him he supported us it was a great um, uh, uh, and he Mike himself has said I don't understand I've not come across any of this and I own a nightclub and the police service in Calgary have been nothing but respectful right uh, and and uh, communicate communicate oh that's my word Rand uh, communicate, yeah. communicate well with with Rand, with Mike and they are uh, they're ready available and 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 um, partners in this whole scheme of things so yeah. if Mike who is my friend and we partnered and worked together for so many years is confused. I'm confused. Yeah. I, I think everybody, a lot of people. We're are. all confused. <laughs> um, it's, I, I hope it, I hope it sorts itself out because um, I just cannot deal with the um, acrimonious language that's happening. And when people start yelling, I just shut down. Yeah. Well, that's as most people do. do. Yeah. I, I don't have hard numbers on this, but I would almost certainly guarantee you that it's just a very loud minority um, all the people in the community that I know are right where we are on this. Okay. That's nice to hear. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. All five of them. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a friend from Toronto who's flying out to Calgary for Pride. He had already booked everything before he, before this had happened. And so he's still coming. He's going to come hang out with me, but he doesn't know if he's going to go to the parade anymore. He's, you know, he's, well, you know, I spent all this time and effort in getting out here, but, he, you know, He's on the same mindset. He he thinks this is kind of dumb, and he doesn't want to support it if this is what's going well, to happen. So, he's he's involved um, with with the pride there. Then that you know that was basically hijacked by Black Lives Matter. Uh, yes, Toronto chapter. How does he feel about that? I mean, I can guess, but yeah, pissed off to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> that was a absolutely abominable thing to yeah. do. I was just Shane would be he shameless. would he be um, comfortable. Um, talking to or even just uh, making connection with Mayor Nenshi because his position, I think, would be a value for him. Yeah, yeah. He may not be comfortable, but he could do it um, in, individually rather than publicly. Yeah, yeah. Because I think uh, your side of the coin is what we need for a sentient conversation in this. Mm-hmm. Did, well, what I, did Nate have to say? 
did you did Nate respond oh, in I, any way? I or? talked to him. He asked. He asked. Actually, this is how I found out about it. it was from from Nate Phelps. And okay, uh, I I don't know what his opinion is. I, he just asked for mine, and okay. uh, I told him I, I just I, I I'm 100% in agreement that that you know especially I read the whole thing. I read the letter. Uh, looked at the the reasons that to Calgary Pride gave, and and just couldn't make heads or tails of it and i have to me is reading those two two things it's a no-brainer for me I, i'd say yeah i can't i can't agree to this you know i i will i'm not gonna go i mean i'm just one person but uh it's yeah. it's it was it's an easy decision for me and it, it you're helen you're dealing with a uh, group so that's a much different situation but for me it was pretty quick Nate either. I was I was surprised. Uh, I've had I've heard from um, the BC Humanist Organization and and from CFI Regina. Uh, they were not happy, and I have not. I'm sure Nate knows what's going on, but he hasn't contacted me, and and I haven't contacted him because I I have no reason to. Yeah. Uh, no, I know he's. I, I mentioned him in our in my letter that I sent to our letter CFI's letter to the Pride Parade organizers saying that you know, I, I, I used his name because I thought that it would tweak with the organizers that CFI has been involved. Nate Phelps, who is a huge um, uh, uh, per, uh, 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 LGBTQ um, uh, advocate, the only reason I used his name, because he was a branch leader for a while here as well, was to show that we've been around for a long time. We do support you. Um, mm-hmm. But this year... What is different this year than before? Well, I think we've had indications of this because it's happened elsewhere. It, it was a, just, I think it That's was just true. a matter of time before it happened here. Yeah. So it didn't surprise me. It disappointed me, but it certainly didn't surprise me. Yeah, I think that's the best word, Christine, is, is it's disappointing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm finding it very, um, it's imploding and it just doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Sad. We've got the white noise happening again. Yeah. Well, I think we're we're coming to a close here. Uh, oh, anyway. I think. Um, but did did um, <clears throat> Helen was there a particular posting you wanted to discuss, or did we get through that? I think it's Shane that's got the static happening. Me. I think so. Uh, Try muting for a second before Shane came on. But uh, okay, I'll mute for a second here. Well, now it's gone anyway. It's all good. <laughs> um, did we cover everything you wanted to cover? I think, as far as I know, there's. Um, um, I will be making a Facebook post tomorrow, but it will be on behalf. It's only my own posting because I, at this point, I need. Um, I need. Uh, confirmation from CFI National to say anything on behalf of CFI Calgary. So tomorrow I will uh, do my best. I've written an apology uh, response for things that I perhaps have misspoken and uh, I've I've got it in front of me. I just want to uh, I, I just need to say it personally so that people realize that uh, we're not we're not trying to be the bad guys. We are just needing more information. And secondly, we're confused. And thirdly, it's not because we don't understand what's going on. It's because we don't agree with the vitriol that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I reluctantly use that word. But when people start yelling, I think there's something else going on that... 
uh, I need to know more about before I get involved and say, yes, I'm, I'm right into this. Yeah. Well, this, this accusation that you need to be educated is, um, oh. you know, and, and like, the reality Funny. is that some of us are educated about specific top- topics, right? And yes. we just simply disagree with particular theories and that kind of thing. And there's nothing yes. wrong with that. That's the whole gist of, you know, what drives academia is the arguments. Yes. I agree. So, yeah, respectful um, civil arguments is what I'm talking about here. And respectful civil public um, celebrations. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And no, no, no um, diminishing of the word celebration there either. It's it's important. It's um you know it's a did word I to be mean, taken seriously. Did I well, mention no, but the, the word inclusiveness? Yeah. The word yeah, inclusive. Yeah. Uh, it might have been before we we got on, but the word inclusive is actually a bad word. We're not supposed yeah. to have <laughs> inclusive. Assimilate. Yeah. You can't say assimilate, at least well, on a license plate. Um, in terms of uh, if you're if you're having a, par- uh, a parade that doesn't involve the people that are protecting your that's, freedom of speech and your safety aspect of it, uh, it then i would consider that to be not inclusive yeah well that's uh, a slap in the face to those people i dare say it's absolutely yeah well that too it's certainly yeah. prejudice yeah and i i i just couldn't believe that i was not allowed to use or that whoever mentioned that i was not allowed to use the word inclusive and I, um I think when you can safely ignore like, such a person. You, I, I really think I really think you can safely ignore such a person. I mean, you, that's ridiculous. Be, yeah. You can't say inclusive. That's nonsense. I mean, well, if they're they're saying that um, you cannot use the word inclusive. Uh, you're, uh, that we're not participating. We're not boycotting the parade. We are just withdrawing our participation right. for this year until we sort things out. Oh, that's nuanced, uh, though. Well, the thing is, they are taking, <laughs> um, uh, they are assuming so many things. These Nuance people that is are dead. Speaking, yeah. up, uh, speaking up, they assume too many things. They're not asking information. They're merely Interpreting. Uh, running with what they feel. Mm-hmm. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not true. They're, yeah, they're mapping their own, what, they're, what they think you're saying onto what you're saying. And not trying for, to get any clarification or anything. I mean... I keep saying nuance is dead, and it, it is because people are into this binary thinking. Oh, you're not going to be in pride. You hate gay people. Well, it doesn't follow, no. right? And yeah, we support I've human rights. About that enough. And they say, well, if you support human rights, you would understand and you would know all about. And maybe we could give you a three-hour. They haven't said this, but I'm thinking in terms of <laughs> UPC, a, an information we'll session. Hours. And, you can, and then you'll know all about us. I've, I've got oh, yes, this. I've got this vision of uh, of uh, uh, what a Clockwork Orange with in the, you in the straight jacket with the eyes held open <laughs> and people with the the eye drops to keep your eyes moist while you're watching that information film. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, Shane, I, are you still there? Oh, he's might be Mike's muted. Yeah, he might, he uh, might have I'm forgotten. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you forgot, didn't you? I've been I've, here. Hold on. I've done that. He's <laughs> been talking. talking. He's probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> I really That's appreciate funny. your insight, Shane, because it, it the world makes sense again. Yeah. 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 I think you're hearing a side that is just very vocal, and the the more reasoned side is just not talking for some reason i mean i put my two cents worth on the cfi website because well i saw stuff on there that was just silly um that that, you know like 
amazing uh, false equivalences and that kind of thing. It was just another thing I will add is that the the the, the Calgary gay community does seem to be a lot more apathetic than other large centers in Canada as far as organizing together. Um, people just don't seem to. I don't know, bind together as a group as much to for whatever. Why do you think that's so? That might be history. Um, uh, I don't don't know. Calories is uh, a lot more conservative community in in more ways than one. Um, In in Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, like I said, even Winnipeg, Saskatoon, the community seems to be a lot more energized to get together and do things. And Whereas in Calgary, like I said, I've been here since 98, and every year I'll ask my gay friends, oh, are you going to Pride? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, if maybe we were more all organized together, we would have all, you know, voiced our opposition to this better organization. Yeah, fair but, enough, yeah. yeah. Shane, would that be because it's not a big issue? Everybody's just cool. No, no, no. It's it's um, it, yeah, it's it's some sort of like I said, level of apathy that I just can't quite put my finger on, but it's always seemed to exist here. Mm. Um, you know, um, you know, Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver all have uh, a gay village, right? They have a specific um, section of a street somewhere in the inner city that's designated as like the gay area, right? And Calgary just doesn't have that. We have the population for it. It's just never happened, um, and it's lack of interest is the best way I can put it. We're getting a uh, rainbow. Rainbow Road this year. I, I, I don't know which um, intersection it's happening at. But I, I thought we already had that. Last year it was in front of City Hall. Oh, okay. Um, so, so it's a yearly thing. I get it. Okay. But it wasn't, it's not permanent? I thought it was no, last, permanent. Last year it was just in, It was just for, for Pride. Because remember it happened the same time that that guy refused to drive the Pride bus? Oh, and, yeah. The guy who wanted to arm bears. <laughs> yeah. So they put that uh, intersection. It was... Um, between like Olympic Plaza and City Hall, and then they said it was going to be up until basically until the paint wore off. Oh, okay. okay. Vancouver has a permanent one. Um, it's like Davy and Thurlow Street or something in the West End. It's it's constantly maintained, but yeah, Calgary's has always been temporary. Well, that's probably because they don't have the same weather we do. Yeah, that's uh, no kidding. <laughs> I just want to share a bit of insight with my um, with my daughter because when she was in high school. Um, and they were starting up these uh, gay straight alliance things. I thought that maybe she'd be interested in participating in something like that, right? And she said, "No, mom. You know, if you start up a group like that, everybody's already okay with you know people being gay and bi and blah blah blah. And it would just make you kind of the target of right. Like it's just like, no, we don't need that here because That's everybody's right. comfortable with you know, yeah. So That's I don't. That's what I was intimating that uh, exactly. It. it it's not a big deal here. Everybody's okay with this. Let's move on. Let's let's have the party. Let's celebrate. Yeah. 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 And, and like I often think too, like um, like growing up with, it's it's as though being gay is something new almost, right? Where I grew up with, you know, influences like um, Rough Trade and and uh, Katie Lang and. I mean, this has always been a part of, you know, what I grew up around with. It's been accepted and, and you know, not a problem in, in my I, realm anyway, you know. I used to sing in the uh, Central United Church Choir and half the choir. Were, well, I shouldn't say half, but many of the, <laughs> uh, the uh, many of the male singers in there were, were gay. And we'd go out to the bar, uh, mm. classy lounges, pardon me, <laughs> and drink. And we'd sometimes go to a friend's house and play 
play and sing, play the piano and sing till three or four in the morning. You went yeah. to the United Church too? No. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> what was that, Shane? You went to the United Church as well? I sure did. Yes, yeah. me too. I was baptized there, United Church in Thompson, Manitoba. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But it was, and, it was just fun. Yeah. Even then, though, I, even then, though, even though United Church is pretty, you know, mild as far as a church, even then I hated church. I just hated <laughs> the smell of the place. Um, I hated the, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> Was it incense? Because no, I know a couple of Catholics that just cannot smell. stand the smell of incense, right? No, no, that's Catholic. I know. And, like, you know, I love to burn incense because it has no affiliation for well, me. But, but my two, two Catholics I know just cannot stand the smell of incense, right? Because mm. <laughs> it reminds them of church, obviously. Yeah. I think for Shane and I, it's the sense of community. You go there and the people yeah. you like to sing music with. It yeah. are just fun people. Yeah, everybody I've known who's um, been, you know, part of the United Church has pretty much been atheist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like God is kind of a metaphor in that church. Yeah. It's not uh, take, to be taken literally and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so my uh, my friend that we were going to have on, that uh, he was uh, um, a minister at the United Church in Red Deer. Uh, oh, he yeah, is yeah, yeah. in the world. He is now the senior pastor at the Metropolitan Community Church in Toronto. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's also he's also uh, uh, gay. Uh, we were going to have him. Or Randy wanted to have him on the show. Yeah, did. Scott, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, That'd be great. A minister and being gay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, he might not be uh, Christian enough. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. What did he get? You could get him and, and Greta Vosford together. That's true. That'd be cool. Yeah. That might turn me religious or something. Okay. Sure <laughs> the atheist United Church minister, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is she still, does she still have her position? I know they were trying to get rid of her because of that. I don't uh, remember. As far as I know, she does, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure of that either. Yeah. And and some atheists were critical of, of her too for, I don't, I can't remember what the exact issue was, but um yeah, I remember Scott posting stuff about it. That there was some kind of hypocrisy, but I can't remember exactly what uh, the issue was. And yeah, Sam is still in the chat window. Um, can I can I relay? Um, yeah, sorry, ahead. our guest's opinion. Okay. Um, in a celebration of inclusive inclusivity, can't find a place for exclusiveness. You exclude and limit the ability of CPS to show their support. I think yep. the inclusiveness of pride is the essence of its existence. And part of our duty as an ally is to point out to whom we support when they are making a mistake. We would be remiss if we didn't do that. Um, oh, and then he says, wonder if we get some bus driver refusing to drive over the gay highway. <laughs> the gay, the, the, over the gate of the rainbow, yeah. Thanks for the comments. That's great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, should we wind this up? Sure. I mean, sure. we're kind of, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have that much for topics either. I mean, there was the some Catholic stuff that I would <laughs> Should have wish kind of wish I'd gotten to, but uh, that's okay. Well, I I uh, segued into it. Did you? you a moment. I, well, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't I didn't uh, know we were planning well, on that. Well, there was that uh, arch, Archbishop who who <gasps> said, oh, um, oh "I'm going to play devil's advocate on that because yeah, the Archbishop said he wouldn't report um, any uh, child abuse." I swear, uh, I got nauseous when I read that thing. And you couldn't bear to post it, so I did. It was, oh, my. Yeah, oh. but I'm going to play devil's advocate on that because okay. it's kind of appropriate. That's because a I'm going to take the Catholic <laughs> position. Um, 
Well, you know, freedom of religion, that's the thing. Okay. I think he's talking about past crimes. If he's talking about past crimes, the the law protects the confessional. Okay, you it's it's basically like doctor uh, patient privilege or lawyer client privilege. Uh, but if it if he's referring to future crimes, he must report them. There's he's not protected by by uh, the confessional. So if if somebody comes in and said I can't uh, stop these urges and I'm going to go and molest a child. Uh, especially if it's a priest. He, he must report it. Okay. Yeah, just like a doctor must as well. Yes, doctors must yeah. report. I was like a psychiatrist talking to, to their patient, and they say they're going to uh, commit a crime. Mm-hmm. A psychiatrist must inform police. They're, they're, they're liable as accessory if they don't. Um, so I'm not sure wh- where he was going with that. But if they don't cooperate with police, this is the thing that really bothers me about the Catholic Church and, and the whole fiasco with child that uh, the predatory priest cover-ups is is the lack of transparency with the police and it made it very difficult for them to investigate crimes and they, they, in, in some places like if you have, have you ever watched spotlight yeah awesome no. movie it's it won oh. the best picture award a couple years ago and it's it's about awesome movie the yeah, uncovering of uh the child molestation problem in Boston. Mm-hmm. And it's an absolutely awesome film. I highly recommend it. And this is the thing, uh, that police were also complicit. Uh, they would, you know, because they, they there was definite uh, privilege. The church was privileged. Mm-hmm. They were very highly mm-hmm. privileged. I mean, there were a lot of Catholics in the police. I mean, it's in Boston, my goodness. It, uh, it's a cliche to be an Irish Catholic cop, right? Uh, I don't know if it's so much anymore, but uh, it certainly was back then. And it was very tough to to break these stories, and you know, this doesn't help. <laughs> if if they have, what what? But from his position, what does he do? He's he's bound by the confessional, and in fact, he goes. He's you know, I'm, I'm a priest, right? I, I take a, take confession. I must keep that secret, otherwise, I go to hell. That's it's like that's, a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, it's even worse because the the outcome is I go to hell. I I have broken the confessional. I could be excommunicated. So he's in a tough spot. Um, but if he's talking about he's there's ways of doing things that don't involve direct uh, you know involvement of the police. You can you can do things like urge the person to go to the police. You, I mean, you must go to the police to to uh, you know to Make confess to them. Right? You'll feel better. Right? Uh, Lots of things, and uh, that you don't that don't directly involve the priests receiving the confession, having to directly involve get involved in the police. But the thing is, these they had records of these incidents, and Pell Pell is has been charged. Uh, Cardinal Pell in Australia uh, has been has been charged, I believe. Did you see Tim Minchin's uh, song uh, "Come oh, Home, yeah. Cardinal Pell"? Yeah, yeah, I have it. Yeah. It, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's and he, I think he was uh, charged. So we'll see how that goes. Because he made a, an admission when in his deposition over the internet uh, that was just jaw dropping, and yeah, that that was pretty. It seems he was complicit in in some of that. So we'll see how far that goes. Complicit. Are you still allowed to use that word? <laughs> complicit. I didn't say inclusive. I just said complicit. That's true. Any word is subject to your Yeah, attack. no kidding. You can't say <laughs> a word redefinition. anymore. 
you can't say words anymore. You can't use your words. Otherwise, it's, <laughs> people get offended. Well, you saw the um, uh, the SNL sketch where they had uh, Scarlett Johansson playing uh, Ivanka Trump. Uh-huh. And it was her new cologne called Imp- Complicit. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, you had to look that one up. <laughs> There's a guy called J.P. Sears on YouTube, and he does, like, um, I think, he, like, in real life, he's a life coach, but he's funny as hell. And he does, yes. you know, yeah, yeah, he does, um, yeah, how, how to get offended, the yeah, yeah, yeah. spirituality thing or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, but that's about the only thing I had to really, so let's wrap this up. I, I'm I'm going to, I'm getting, I'm turning into a pumpkin. It's no. crazy, but I'm turning into a pumpkin. Um, it's yeah, an no. easy week for me. I'm happy to be done, too. Yeah, so... Thanks thank, so much for joining Thank you, us. Helen, for yes, being on. Is well, there anything you wanted you. to say, Helen? I'm sorry? Is there anything you wanted to say before you left? You know, I think the less I say is probably better. <laughs> 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 I was going to ask what do you want to promote, but... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> You're just going to be a church mouse. And <laughs> I've got really to pay low quiet. for a little while and just... Um, just uh, Sit try back. To be... Have well, yourself a, a glass of wine. As a card-carrying member of gay community i appreciate cfi's stand <laughs> thank you shane i appreciate your comments it really uh, like i said earlier my world makes sense now <laughs> and and shane thank you also for being being with us again and uh, have, sharing your your views on the, on the subject and maybe anytime well, i'd love to know how big a hit calgary pride has suffered from from this i'd like to know that too i'd really yeah. like to know. shane is there anything you want to promote or um, discuss or anything? Are you working on any projects that you want to share with us? No personal ads. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, yep. so. <laughs> so it was a good opportunity to, you know, give our guests yes. if they want to, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for, for, for both for being uh, with us to, this week. And, you know, it's been three weeks since our last confession. <laughs> since we've last <laughs> sinned. And, uh, yeah, I hope people appreciate the, the talk. I think we had a really good discussion here, even though we didn't have anybody on the, from the other side. I did yeah, ask. I did ask. Um, yeah. yeah. I did ask. Anyway, well, thank you both for being on. That's, it's been fun. You're welcome. It's been fun. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you, Randy, and both of you. And, uh, yeah, it's always nice to vent on a Sunday evening and uh, be among, uh, you know, like-minded people. Yep. Oh, confirmation bias? Yeah, totally. (laughs) You've been listening to the Legion of Reason coming to you from Calgary, Canada. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please consider reviewing us on iTunes. Music was provided by Dean Morrison and Graham Hill and used with permission.